Pickaxe. Hey all, I'm Dr. Alok Kanoja, but the internet knows me as Dr. K. I spent seven years studying to become a monk and then became a psychiatrist. I want to tell you a little bit about my podcast, Healthy Gamer GG where we combine my clinical experience of practicing psychiatry and sprinkle in years of experience as a meditation teacher and sort of focus on spirituality. So on the podcast, we're going to approach very common everyday problems from each of these lenses. And what we really do well is blend science and spirituality to create the most accessible solutions for people for their everyday problems. So check us out at Healthy Gamer GG on YouTube, Spotify, or Apple. And it looks like the head of a red dragon. What the hell is this thing? I don't like this at all. In some cases, I don't like it one bit. I grab my uh, my paddle. Where Absolutely, you draw your paddle. One hundred percent. Paddle. Tuffy, no. Catches the paddle on its arm like and throws the well, attack. That's not back. good. I don't, I don't like that at all. At all, frankly, this is creepy. I look at the group. Oops. <laughs> When we had last seen our heroes, it had been with the terrified cry of Sigmund's mother drawing everyone towards the catacombs beneath the temple of the Eye of the Gods, throwing open the burning doors into the quarantined area where Carl was kept. Sigmund was horrified to see that his brother had risen up into the air. It seemed as though a mighty and growing aura of flame surrounds your brother Sigmund as you threw yourself at him to grab him. You realize you are not alone in this room. As your compatriots draw closer to the action, you saw a red-scaled figure gripping your brother's shoulder and as though using him for leverage was pulling itself through this portal. I would like everyone here to please roll initiative. Oh. We do not know what is happening here. We do I not feel know like, what the stakes oh, are yet. 19. Sigmund, 19 is great. I will warn you, it does not beat the red scaled figure. Oh. Who got a 22 oh. on his initiative, I'm Mother. sorry to say. It's all right, dog breath is here. I rolled a four. A four <laughs> nice. for dog breath. Oh, yes. Would you look at that? I've got a lot of perfect 20s going on. Oh, wow. A lot of things going with on. With a plus six oh, for a 26. Wow. And Chadrick. Seven. Seven. Yep. 84 hit points. Seven and eight. So, Tumpy, all you are aware of right now is that you see a single red-scaled figure trying to pull themselves through. Uh, Tumpy, what are you thinking of doing right now? What the hell is this thing? I don't like this at all, frankly. And I look and I say it's a, a dragon or something. And... In some cases, I don't like it one bit. I grab my uh, my paddle. Where Absolutely, you draw your paddle. One hundred percent. Paddle, paddle. Mm -hmm. Let's go. Bell. And I say, well, you know, in certain cases, you look at Game of Thrones and other shows, and it's good. But this is not what I want, frankly. I don't like that one bit. Sorry. And I take a big swing, and I swing for it. That's what I go for. A big Tumpy, slap. no. Absolutely, mm -hmm. Tumpy. If you use your bonus action and your move, you can close the distance cool, I'm gonna... all the way to get right next to this creature. Um, all right, so I got an eleven. Tumpy, I'm so sorry to say that as you bring the paddle down upon this creature, it pulls out its forearm and is covered with chainmail. It seems catches the paddle on its arm like and throws the well, attack. That's not back. good. I don't, I don't like that at all. At all, frankly. This... 
creepy, frankly. That is all that is happening right now. That's your move action bonus. Well done. Though. I look at the group. Oops. <laughs> Just me and you right now. <laughs> Absolutely. While that figure is still trying to pull themselves over your brother, another salamander appears from the round the other side of your brother. Sigmund, he's going after you right now, I'm sorry to say. The first attack is going to be a total of a 19. That is a hit. The second one is a 20. Yeah, yeah. And Both two of, oh, slashes right. to your what chest. What's happening here? <laughs> The first one is going to be just nine points of damage. The second attack is going to be a little bit more. It's going to be 12 points of damage, but the sword begins to charge up, it seems. You have seen paladins in action. He is smiting you Ooh. right now with a divine smite for an additional eight points of damage Ugh. against you. This knight then lets out a call in Primordial, which you understand. He says, brothers to me. And the other salamander is fighting its way, trying to climb over your brother's shoulder. And you can hear more Ooh. through the portal, even now. Sigmund, what would you like to do? All right, I'm still embracing my brother who's burning on fire, is that correct? Yes, that is right. <laughs> <laughs> Does that hurt me? Seven points of fire damage oh, coming your way. Great. Clarification. I'll say, Carl, Hang on, and I will cast a spell magic on the portal that is pulling him in. Absolutely. As you attempt to dispel the magic Force that is level. making up this portal, go ahead, roll a d20, but before you do that, I am just going to roll for the fire elemental on the other side of the portal that is reaching out and trying to hit your arm. You suddenly experience... Does a 20 hit your armor class? <laughs> you suddenly experience flames just splashing against your arm. Girl! I'm going to need you to make that d20 roll. With You'll be adding your wisdom modifier to this, but it's with disadvantage oh, now. A 14. A 14. The portal begins to shut, and then it flickers and widens Girl. again. You're fighting it. You're, it seems like it's almost enough. And then boom, the portal oh, opens no, back no. up to its full capacity. And you just took 18 points of oh, fire damage boy. from that elemental oh, strike. <laughs> over, oh, your brother, over your brother, two arms of fire are reaching around your brother and just a face in the flames Whoa. flickering and roaring at you as the salamanders appear to be climbing through this elemental to get to you. Uh, you don't think you were that far off with the dispel magic, and it looks like it could have a work. But, but one other thing, so I'm on the, the light's face from my eyes, I see Carl's face. It's Carl, and with a bonus action, plants start to sprout from my body. And I come back to life as a huge shambling mound, full hit point, very strong, ready to fight. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Your vines are easily able to continue to wrap around your brother, holding him in place, while one of your other free shambling mound arms can swing around to hurt people on your future turns. As its turn rolls around again, it is going to be trying to strike you with its second attack now. Uh, it would be 15 fire damage coming your way, and yet... In your shambling mound form, which normally is very moist and swampy and resistant to flames, you find that it is inviting the flames in for oh, some good. reason. <laughs> and instead of 15, you are taking 30 oh! points of fire damage. Oh. Luckily, to your new shambling mound hit points. No, That's not good. I, this is a tank. Oh, oh. I'm a tank, baby. Okay. Uh, I am also sorry to inform you, you are now on fire, <laughs> <laughs> which is a technical, term, a technical term, and uh, you are taking 
Uh, seven points of fire damage from that right now, and at the start of your turn, you will be taking another 1d10 fire damage. That is the end of the Elemental's turn, and the beginning of the Salamander Guards, who are trying to climb through. They are struggling a little bit. The first one is definitely able to climb through, I'm sorry to say. Sees Tumpy trying to help you out, and swings Twice. It was no you. trouble with your friend. He just looked really <laughs> creepy. I don't know. I don't know. I just hit things that are... Okay, so scary. Just 10 points, including some fire damage coming Child. your way. 10 points Child. of damage. I felt out of things. And uh, we will see if one <laughs> other fire salamander warrior is able to climb through. He is just barely able to climb through. Dog Breath and uh, Chadrick, you are not here yet. He is going to be going after the Shambling Mound. Only a 12 on the first attack. Does that hit the Shambling Mound? No, Shambling no. Mound. Unfortunately, the second one is a cool 20. Mm. And that is going to be a total of physical damage is 10. Mm -hmm. The fire damage would have been 2. It is 4. So you're taking 14 damage in all from that attack. And now there are three salamanders in the room. One is obviously the leader, some sort of knight, some sort of paladin in plate mail, who is giving orders to the others while his two guards appear on either side. And an elemental is still on the other side of the portal right now. And that is going to bring us to Chadrick's turn next. All right, so I'm gonna just sprint in on my horse. Can I get all the way to the portal? You're gonna need to hop off your horse to go through the door that Sigmund threw open into the portal room. All right, yeah, so I hop off the horse and I get to run into the portal. Mm -hmm. And then I see the big guy who looks kind of like me, but evil. And I'm like, yeah, all right, I know what to do. And I wanna pick him up if I can <gasps> and then throw him through the portal. Unbelievable, yes. He is completely thrown off. He finally figured out you're trying to push him through the portal and you just go, no. But you only need to beat an eight. 27. Absolutely, yes. Not even close, bud. You pick him up above your head, plate mail and all. He's flailing around with his sword trying to get you and you just Mario style, whoop, throw him right through the portal and you hear just, ah the disappearing sound of the Salamander Knight. Awesome. Well done, Chadrick. Absolutely. Nice. Dog Breath, that's going to bring us to you next. I grip my head. I hear <laughs> screaming of the city burning in my <sighs> visions. No. No. Dog Breath is so cute. I snap out of it. I remember... Everything in season one that you guys should definitely watch. <laughs> um, a true hero. And I move forward and click my hands. Don't let me fail this one, Lunester. And I cast dispel magic on that vile portal in front of me. Absolutely. Just as you had saved the world last time with dispel magic, you attempt to use dispel magic again. And there is no fire elemental trying to disrupt your dispel magic. And yet. It seems like as you are trying to use the spell magic to shut the portal, something is complicating your magic, mm. Dog Breath. Mm. I would like you to, first of all, if you wish, I'll roll an insight check for you to see if you know what. Otherwise, you can make your Dispel Magic check, adding your wisdom to this, with disadvantage. 21 was my low, my disadvantage. The lower one was 21. Yes. And as you focus, despite the fact that something <laughs> is fighting you and you can't tell exactly what, the portal begins to shut. You hear in Primordial, no! 
from the knight on the other side of the portal who must have a vantage point to this. The fire elemental's trying to reach through, and yet it seems like as the portal's shutting, his arm is being just sucked back through the portal. You're doing it, you're shutting the portal. And as you watch, the two guards, the prone one and the standing one, seem to almost be getting pulled back through the portal. One of them tries to grab a dagger from his side to throw it towards you. He is doing this with disadvantage because he is so surprised by this. Does a 18 hit your armor class, Dog Breath? Yes. It does. I'm gonna ask you then to, as you take just six points of damage, make a very important constitution saving throw. If you can maintain concentration with a 10 or higher, just making sure you don't have Warcaster, right? Oh, a 12! A 12! You maintain (laughs) your dispel magic, he throws the dagger at you, and the dagger hits you, you just keep going. And he goes, no, both of them, one's trying to stand up, the other one's trying to run towards you, and then they almost like seem to discorporate into flames. Jumanji. Get pulled Jumanji style (laughs) through the portal, and with a clap, it shuts. Carl seems to shake, his eyes shut. They're no longer spewing fire. There's just a flicker of it in his mouth. And he falls like a puppet with his strings cut onto the sarcophagus (laughs) and lays still. (gasps) I fall to a knee. All is quiet. No, I lay on hands, dog breath. I don't know what happened. Sir, are you okay? Please. This can't be happening. You guys see like a mound just stop dropping and rolling in the back of this thing, trying to place its fire out. Can I try that? You are taking another six points of fire damage, then you can stop, drop, and roll. All right, great. I've, uh, I will I will shrink back into my human form that is on the brink of death. And I want to, I mean, cry so much. First, I will move to Carl. I will, Carl, are you there? And I will t- touch his face. Carl, c- Carl, can you hear me? I grab, does he say anything back? He had said your name before when the portal was opening as though he had woken up. Now, he says nothing. Carl, no, you you I saw you, you, he spoke my name. Did you hear him? Tumpy. I wasn't listening, but. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Carl. probably did. (laughs) And and then at that moment, I will look, oh oh my God, Friedrich. And I want to see if anything has happened to Friedrich. You pull out the seed that you keep in your pocket. Friedrich had grown a sort of beginning of a tree out of him that almost had like the buds of a leaf. He is burnt, burnt to a crisp right now. The tree that had been growing is dead and withered. The seed itself hasn't turned to ash, but it has cracked to its very core. It is unclear, make a nature check to see if there is any life in Friedrich. 16. You do not sense any life in Friedrich right now. Friedrich, no! Master, father, help! And, and I will cast Plant Gross on Friedrich and say, Master, please help me, give, lend me your powers. Sigmund, Carl. And I will cast oh. this at level five. You I cast will- it at level five. Your father rushes up. He also casts Plant Growth at level six. And with the two of you together, your mother is offering guidance to you right now. Please roll with advantage a d20 plus your wisdom modifier. 23. 23. The 23. There was nothing, no life that you could sense in Friedrich. And as together you all cast plant growth, you sense green. Flourish and bloom at the very heart of the seed. That is all. 
No new plant growth appears. The seed still appears cracked and burnt, but the very core, it seems to have just the beginning of a root blooming inside. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Toon. Thanks, thanks, Nature Mother. Thank, thank you so much. And Tuppy's so brave of you to, to, to run in here and slap as you slapped before. So. Well, yes, that's what, that's what we do. I mean, it was scary, frankly. I'm not so scared off, and I wasn't scared, I'd say, but <laughs> it was a good slap. And in some cases, it didn't work out, but it worked out pretty well, I'd say. <laughs> but thank you. That's great. That's great. Thank you. And I will just, uh, I will just go to the side and hold Friedrich and uh, take, take a minute because I have 5 HP. Uh, <laughs> yes, 100% 5 HP. Oh. My eyes will open up and I'll see this paladin touch his face. <laughs> Thank you. That was very brave back there. Uh, it's an honor, sir. And I realized he's like a fan. I go, you know, you don't have to be a fan. I'm a normal guy. <laughs> I'm just a normal guy. And I'll rise up. I sit and I see what's going on in the room. This guy's casting spells into his hand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, you just me like, free, free. So they're just ignoring the dead guy. <laughs> uh, I'll assume that there's some healing to go and be like, come on, Paladin. It's time to use our true skills. Let's heal this room. And I'll move towards them. You'll come with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you said true skills, and I didn't I didn't know who you wanted me to hit, but I get it. <laughs> okay. I understand yeah. now, yeah. True skills. The body of Carl, though he lays completely prone, non-responsive, does not appear burned by any of what just happened, surprisingly. I'll just go over there and rest my hand above his chest as it breaks up and down and, and cast a healing word at level one just to make sure that he is feeling my love. He had been pale, and his skin seems to get some of its color back, but that is the only effect of the healing word. I will join Dog Breast. Rest healing easy, bird. my son. I place my hand up love. Put my hand there as well. Contributed. <laughs> <laughs> The irony is Chadrick's the one person yeah. who can lay on hands here, yeah, and like yeah. you're the one who's not looking. touching this guy. Yeah, it seems like you guys got this under control. I'm really proud of everyone. From the entrance to the catacombs, it seems a crowd has gathered, and with this sort of strange and unclear groaning sound at first, like something large is moving, like someone's moving a building, you realize what it is suddenly as the creature pokes its head in, it is a mighty treant, a small one, relatively speaking, and it just lets out this slow and sonorous. <laughs> and it stumbles back, almost like got the vapors type, like it takes two big, slow groaning steps backward and then sits down outside of the catacombs. I will go as this. Carl's tree end. This is Carl's tree end that he planted. I just want to go sit next to him and like put my arm around his shoulder and say, "It's okay. We'll we'll bring him back, and everything will be okay. It will we'll we'll, we'll make it right." He just nods. Carl's tree stopped talking when he went into his comatose state, and he just nods and puts his hand up to his forehead, shuts his eyes, and I spend some time quietly next to him. Okay. <laughs> is there a crowd gathering outside? The, a crowd of druids has gathered. They are all like, what happened? It was Carl. It was the one, the one in the comatose state. Something with fire, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly, 
we hear from one of the druids, a tall furbolg. Sigmund, you know this isn't how he talks. He goes, hey, who is who is that really attractive guy over there? Who's the good looking guy? Uh, probably, um, probably we should give him some gold, some uh, magic items, <laughs> like as a reward. This you is know, great. Like this as a reward. Who, I like that person. Wait, sorry, who'd you say was uh, that? This is a, just a furbolg druid. You know Sigmund, his name is Aloe, but you've never met this guy before. Yeah, this is great. This is- I, I'll touch, I'll touch Tumpy and I say, I, I, there's a crowd gathering and knowing his secret, I was like, I think this is a moment where you could disperse the crowd, let them know everything's okay. Okay. As okay. Dogbreath says that to you, suddenly you notice from behind like a nearby tree, more druids are coming and there's a furbolg druid. Aloe is walking up and going, what, what the hell? And pointing at the aloe who just said to give you like money and magic items. Shit. Ah, we know exactly what's Get going. him that gold! Okay, Let's get him is, that gold! This is not gonna work out well. May I have a word? Hey! Hey! I'm just saying that he should. No, what? that's kind. What? That's what? Everyone's looking at this furball. Well, that's a great. You know, you look at this furball, some people call them. That's a great thing, but we. Have great ideas. Maybe we'll talk about, we'll, t we'll discuss this privately. Well, I think well, it's a good idea. She, but They glance over and see the other Furbolg. Oh, uh, and this Furbolg who's talking to you is starting to like scamper off a little bit. It's, uh, this is, well, there's certainly, I have to go to the bathroom so badly at all the feet probably. <laughs> it's a number two. It's going to be a bad one as well. And so we're going to do it somewhere privately, I think probably. So excuse me, Furbolg, excuse me. I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Aloe has walked over yep. into some bushes. Yep. Everyone's watching them go. Do you walk in the same direction as this Aloe? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Immediately, it's someone else. There is just a young human girl. This is the natural form of your, or the uh, common form of your sister, Mary Lou Tump. Mary Lou. Okay. Did it, do you think it worked? It do I think it, we'll split it. We'll split it. Just, when has that ever worked for you, frankly? I, I, it's going to work sometime. It's, but how many, you've done this for years, probably, right? I see you do this. I mean, this has been embarrassing my whole life, probably. You're you gonna don't keep following know me how like many this. years I've been doing it for. I, frankly, I'm a, I can count, and I count probably better than anybody. I mean, you can ask most people, but you look at what you're doing. You're doing it again. Oh, I just want to have fun here. Yeah, <laughs> Tr trans changes into her toad form as well. Yeah, I, tr I transform into my toad form. skin, absolutely. What the hell is this anymore? <laughs> what? Can I be honest? You want me to be honest, right? I'm your brother. Yeah, I'm a nice guy. I want you, you to think be honest. honest. I'm just trying to help you. I think you need to give up everything <laughs> forever, probably. You have to stop, right? You have to stop because you're embarrassing me so, so often. And I matter a lot in these parts, right? These people think I'm cool. And a lot of people do. And I think you're just going to ruin most things. You always do. And it's... <laughs> In that moment, I approach Tumpy with a large sack of gold. Wait, Tumpy, you hear him coming, <laughs> yeah. and your sister immediately shapeshifts into a like a, a little tiny elf. Trans I'd like a perception check to see if you saw anything. A 20. <gasps> An unnatural 20? Yeah. yeah, unnatural. All you definitely saw <laughs> was that before he assumed his human form, yeah, yeah, is that right? Back in the human. Tumpy was something else. You didn't see what, but you saw him change. You think you saw something moving into the trees. That wasn't clear, but you definitely saw him change. Tumpy, is everything... Oh, we're totally good. Yeah, it was a bad one, too. And I did it quickly. <laughs> a bit stinky. But uh, how are you? You're doing well, probably. You're maybe not so well. It was a, quite a scene back there. Tumpy, we all have our secrets, but I just wanted to <laughs> offer you this. Uh, Aloe had a suggestion. I said, you, cool. you have earned it. And I will hand him the... <laughs> 
It's a wow. gold. <laughs> is that, this is from my family has been saving this for years. This we is often so, don't that's use great, gold. Thanks. So, but uh, you, your bravery today, not only with the water elemental, but to jump in there and try to try to help Carl and me in, in, in the moment of need. I, I just wanted to say thank you. That's that's very kind, and it's going to take me a while to figure out what you're saying, but that's very kind. <laughs> I can tell it's a nice thing, and the gold was a really nice gesture, Same, frankly, and so I like you more than I did before this conversation, <laughs> which is great news, but I'm so sorry about whatever the hell that was. That wasn't good, I'd say. Not so good. Of course. Um, Not so good. But I'll, I'll leave you to your number two. Yes, very uh, good. And uh, sorry for interrupting. And it was just a boot, frankly. That's <laughs> <laughs> just a boot. Uh, next time I'll knock. Yes. I yes. apologize. That's okay. That's okay. And okay. And I'm okay. <laughs> Tumpy, if you would, wouldn't mind. Dogbreath, I've spent my whole life here in this circle. And in the past few years, I've studied how to help my brother as things simply got worse. And today, without all of you, it might have been the end. So I ask, would you join me and find what has happened here? Help my brother fix what has occurred in this circle. I'll do everything I can to help. I immediately just say nothing and turn to dog breath. I'm a little bit frustrated at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I've asked Tumpy to go candle the crowd and they're just peeking in. <laughs> he disappeared into a bush. I had to go. Uh, <laughs> many of the druids like, but those They're creatures. like all inside. I like, just didn't want them creating a crowd. Uh, gear spinning in my head. Tune works in mysterious ways. But you must trust his path no matter what. I look at fucking the paladin. He doesn't understand it. Yeah. <laughs> you look at me. I don't understand it. Yeah, I'm nodding though. That's like, yeah, no, that sounds pretty good. True. So I also okay. have this crazy spell where I can talk to God. <laughs> <laughs> so we actually don't need to listen to what I just said prior. I can just talk to him. I think you should spread your seed. <laughs> plant my seed. Dog breaths. I plant the seed in home with mother and father. Mmm. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, can we get a quick primer on why what's happening with that seed? I'm totally lost. I'm yeah, sorry. You planting seeds? Yeah. Sorry, is this... Is there, like, your brother went into a coma, and then you went, like, healed your seed first? Yeah. Apologize. So it's, uh, Friedrich is... He's all I have left, and I will open my hand at where this crispy little seed. Yes, it's an overly large seed. Mm, seed popcorn! Like <laughs> <laughs> Be careful, that's, it's not popcorn. It's not for eating. I'm just kidding. He's <laughs> gonna do that. This is Friedrich. He's he is for planting levity. It's the druids. Day. <laughs> <laughs> no, go ahead. You were saying. Yeah, sure. <laughs> go ahead. This has been my big moment. I've been. Oh. <laughs> Dramatic. Everyone in all the druids must plant their seed in order to join the circle and be able to leave the grove one day. But I was unable to. There was a problem when I planted my seed, and now. That's totally natural. Yeah, we've all had struggled with that. Yeah. <laughs> sure. You're not going to be ashamed of. That's okay. No one here struggles with this. I'm the only one in this circle who has been unable to. But it's nice to hear that. Thank you, Chadwick. You're talking about planting a seed into the ground. Into the ground. The soil. Okay. And the real class plant grows and all of the druids together blossoms that seed right. into a tree ant. And I'll point to the one that came to the Oh, door. you're like connected to those guys. Yeah, those is, are weird creatures. As you're watching, the tree ant is getting up and walking over to the other tree ants and resting its head on one of their shoulders. Mm. Oh. Oh, the and the other tree ant <laughs> pats its back. Oof. Wow. This represents our, our bond with nature. 
our communion with our family, mm. and I have been unable thus far. Is it something? Were you born with that? You learned that? Is it? I mean, why are you like that? What's going on? With you? <laughs> I speak up. I can tell where he's just accusing of being an idiot. <laughs> like us, we are struggling on our own way. Years I spent in the priesthood, working, trying to listen to the signs. They come in due times. Should I make it rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll put my hand on my shoulder and say, "We will plant your seed together." I reach out and hold Dogbreath's hand. Thank you, Dogbreath. With you at my side, I believe it just might be true. Yeah. <laughs> I see the skeptical yeah. face of Tommy. <laughs> I'm going to uh, take my staff and, like a weary traveler, walk over to the corner after saying my wise words and um, try to get some alone time. To plant your seed. <laughs> um, I'm going to walk away to a shadow and come out as a uh, elven druid looking guy. Absolutely. And I walk into the crowd and I'm looking for a little girl. You're generally pretty good at finding your sister. She's not easy. She's not difficult usually to pick out of a crowd despite what she thinks in terms of her accomplishments as a changeling. Uh, But you do notice something unusual that you don't think was there a second ago. It's just a scrap of paper, not even a full sheet of parchment, but just like someone tore off a sheet of paper from some back of a book or something, and there's a dagger embedded in a nearby tree, and someone scrawled something real quick with like a charcoal pencil on Mm. that scrap of paper. You walk up to it. Mm. It's not your sister's dagger, She probably stole it, but it's your sister's handwriting. Mm. And she said on this writing, I'm going away now. I see you don't need me. Mm. I don't want to be anyone anymore. And I rolled your insight check when you were talking to your sister. Mm. And you've kind of had your bouts with her before. That was a pretty typical bout, all said and done, when tempers flare, when she gets up to her kind of mischief all the time. And certainly your older sister, her highness, has said worse things. But you're starting to think now, because it came from you, she took it a little more personally. And based on this note, you think you may have really hurt her. Very well. Um, What are we all doing here, huh? Yes. I walk into the crowd, swords of blended. Uh, I I don't know that you didn't say out loud that you wanted privacy, right? You kind of just walked off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna walk up to Dog. <laughs> I'll be like, uh, yes. Yeah, so they say hi. Far be it from me <laughs> to tell the game dog breath what to do. But, uh, <laughs> I'll come back. I'll come back later. <laughs> Dog breath, what are you casting right now? Uh, I'm trying to cast a sending spell and and talk to Maester Lunister. You are definitely able to send 25 words to him right now if you wish. I sent him in the ethos. Attuned signs can be seen. I have trust in his path. Though I feel I'm in the darkness right now. Dr. Lunester, please help. I love this character. (laughs) His response is classically vague Lunestor. At first he says, 
Darkness is sometimes where we find what we are looking for. It is just more difficult. But sometimes what we need cannot be found in the light of day. That is the end of the message. Just as you are starting to feel frustrated about that, he sends a sending spell to you. Dog breath, I am sorry. The danger you faced was not my intent. Return to me. I have news of hope. Bring Sigmund with you. I can respond? You can respond. Over and out, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) You just get this chuckle over the line. I go back to my prayers. I want to go to Carl. I say, Carl, I'm such an ass. Everyone pointed out they took care of Friedrich first. I'm so, I'm so sorry, Carl. He's, I imagine he just collapsed Carl's into a heap on the ground. Other druids have gotten Everyone over to him hugging. now. They're yeah. kind of like putting him back. But he's not. You do see embers coming out of his mouth and little plumes of smoke. It looks like he's better. But even as you're watching, as the minutes tick by, the plumes of smoke are returning to their old level, as though the dispel magic spell is starting to even now wear off. All right. Um, sensing, I hope that I can give him a hug. This is like the first time in years that I've been able to it's make true. physical contact with He's my brother. He's normally been too hot to touch, yeah. I will hold his hand first to make sure I can, and then embrace him, and then sort of, you know, not be burned, which is very nice and say, I'm going to fix this, Carl. The great dog press is here. I'm leaving the grove and I'm bringing you back. You are feeling his body warming up and it's sad because you know he's not too hot to touch yet, but in a few minutes, an hour certainly, he will be. Um, and then you notice um, you're missing your glove right now. It had gotten a little burnt, you think. He also has similar gloves to your own on his hands. All right, if I they can. They never I, burned up. I want, is they burned up? They never burned up. I will try to undo his right-hand glove. So you undo the straps real quick. Reattach to my hand. Absolutely. If, I, if no one's... Your mother doesn't notice, but your father does. And he just looks quizzically in your direction. What are you doing with your brother? I've... My gauntlet, I've... It was burned since the fight. We have other gauntlets. Um, I can... And he starts to reach towards your hand. It's okay. I, I've, I want to take a piece of Carl with me when I go. You are a good brother. Be careful on your journeys, but I will not stop. He starts to wander off, thinking his own thoughts. I would like to, if, if possible, I'd like to start bandaging my wounds mm-hmm. and start the beginning of a short rest, if that is at all possible. Certainly you can. Mm-hmm. During the short rest, I would like to just walk around and try to help the people in the comas. So I'm just going to try to... They are checking on all the people in comas to make sure they haven't had a similar experience to uh, Dog Breath. Make a perception check real quick. I'm going to okay. follow him uh, like an old teacher. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> With your hands behind your back. Behind you my have back it. Like about five feet behind him watching. Do you give him advantage together. on perception? Or make your own perception check. I got a nine. nine. So I'm like 21. looking around. With the 21, there were like almost a dozen people, maybe like 10 people in this other quarantine room, separate from Carl's quarantine room. Mm. You're not counting 10 anymore. There's nine. Whoa. Mm. Someone's missing. And it's hard to tell who. 
These were people not moving prior? These were people who were comatose. Just dabbing foreheads. One of them like... is weeping tears, streams of tears out of their eyes and mouth. One guy is covered with crystal nodules and is comatose. Two people were stone, and now one of them has grown little nodules of stone, like he's turning into a boulder or something. I'm watching him. I take notice of the mercing person. Um, I'm more also preoccupied with how he's inefficiently just yeah, like killing people. people. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just walking around. I'm like, if I see someone bandaging someone, I like just try to start bandaging the other arm. Chadrick, so where, where did you do your studying? Mother Agusta mostly taught me about the faith and attune. And then, I don't know, I kind of just trained with her and trained with the knights whenever she, whenever she sent me. You're quite adept with the sword. Oh, thank you. And bounce is key along with the healing. Um, I'm watching him clean as well. I noticed that there's someone missing. In my head, I'm like, oh, fuck. I got to talk to the Sigmund soon. And you said Mother Agusta, she's a good friend of mine. Did she send you here? After after uh, my dad passed away, I didn't really have anybody to take care of my family. She she took care of us, and in exchange, she asked me to join the faith. And so I've, I've been a knight for her since I was a little kid, basically, yet. So. You've done an amazing job today, Chadrick. Wow, that means a lot, sir. And these heels are very valuable. Please, watch over these people. I'm going to go take a walk and make sure everything's okay. Yes, sir. And I'll move towards, I've got the information I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I stay. I just stay. In. I'm going to move towards Sigmund and think, Mother Gusta, what is she up to? Um, as I get go towards Sigmund. Uh, are you sleeping already? I'm just, I'm like wrapping my body. This is bleeding everywhere. And uh, there's not a lot of bandages. I've been burned very badly. And I'm taking salves and just rubbing them on my face right now. <sniffs> uh, oh, but Sig Sigmund, may I sit with you? Oh, please. That, that would be may I help? And I'll reach out and do a second level oh. healing or just do like a very powerful healing spell. That was your wounds right there. Yeah. Your wounds, yeah. My guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please relax. It just won't imagine 20 points of healing. <laughs> <laughs> About um, right, yeah. <laughs> Sigmund, um, these are signs, and I know it's tough. I've talked to someone that I trust almost as much as I trust my faith in a tomb. He's asked to speak with us together. I know you're leaving on your own journey, but I would ask that you take one day ride to meet my friend. Dog breath, I'm... I'm honored. I do not know what to say. I was had resolved to to join you. To be honest, I'm a bit lost. I said I was going to leave the grove. I have nowhere to go. So if you think that this can help, of course, one day, one month, one year, I, I'm by your side. I appreciate that. We will strike out in the morning at daybreak. This won't be easy. This is a dangerous path we will take. Thank you, Dogbrass. Um, I've never really encountered too much danger before today, but. My family needs me. Trust yourself. You're more capable than you seem. You can do this. And we, together, we can plant your seed. I think we got to get a better little slogan for that. Subverting everything I'm trying to do here. It, very, it seemed to confuse Tompi quite a bit. I think, um, let's just say like, um, grow my treant. We'll work on a it. Nearby, <laughs> a nearby <laughs> Yeah, we usually call it growing as a tree ant, so yeah. it's, it's like, this happens a lot. Uh, <laughs> it keeps walking up. It's great. Everyone thinks it's weird around here. Okay. <laughs> We're um, used to it. 
I'll then, yeah, move back towards where I th plan on resting for the night. Um, one thing I would like to do is just tell Mother, say, Mother, I'd find her. Um, Dogbrass has invited me to, to join him. I'm, I feel I'm being called in this direction, I, but um, before I go, I just wanted to say that I, I think Father may have seen my hand. I, tr I, try, I, I tried not to not let him, but I'm sorry. He, he might have seen. Do not worry about your father. I can handle him. You! I worry about. You have always followed your own path. I hope it leads you to what you seek, but please don't let anything happen. Stay close, even when you go far. She's speaking, you think, metaphorically in terms of stay close to the circle. She's mm. okay with you traveling far away mm. as long as you, there's an old druid saying, stay close to the family. Of course, Mother, I, will, I, will, I would never, never betray the family. I'm feeling better now as I go to Dogbrass. So Are you ready to, to set out? Have I slept eight hours? Absolutely. At this point, <laughs> the sun hit. I'm set. in a long rest, guys. Absolutely. The sun hit right, set I'll during that uh, fight, or uh, during, yeah, during the fight. And so we've been kind of doing this more or less in the last of the setting sunlight, and we can easily rest for eight hours now tonight. Getting a long well, rest. If, if we are going to back, bed, full spell slots back. Then before bed, I would like to do one thing mm -hmm. because he had asked this dog breast and this Humpy who was confused, and also this Chadwick, I'll say, I know it is a bit confusing, planting the seed. What does this mean? Is it a metaphor? <laughs> so, so this is what I mean. And I will whisper into my hand, Friedrich, can you hear me? And I will cast, speak with plants. At first, you hear nothing. And then you hear a... Did you guys hear that? No Do one heard <laughs> it <except laughs> for him. I've only known druids my whole life, so I'm not used to people not hearing these sorts of things. This is Friedrich. Friedrich, um, say hi to Sigmund. I burn. He is typically very slow of speech and methodical in what he says, and there are creaks and groans, but he sounds injured now. Um, just one moment. I, I should talk to him after today. Apologize, Friedrich. I'm so sorry. I've Carl was in danger. I I didn't want to lose you. I didn't want to lose him. I did not know what to do. I felt ripped in half. I apologize for, to, for what I did. I will grow and I will protect you. Sorry, I should have thought better. Um, so, I'll go to the guys. Sorry. It makes sense. I know it's a rough day. Uh, you want to say goodnight? Now's the time. Goodnight, Friedrich. Sleep well. Yeah. We've been hearing like these slight noises from the seed and like that's <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, all right. All right yeah, go plant your seed. <laughs> so that's I would, great. I, would, I look at everybody's... Hopefully that explains things for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that takes care of it. It makes total sense to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. Okay, sure. great. It's fine. Sorry, Tumpy, you seem confused earlier. Now you get it. It's great. Right. Um, and I put Sigmund and I just, or Friedrich, and I hold him tight. He goes quiet. 
you can still talk to him for like the next hour. He's not saying a word. I will just begin to tell him about my feelings and the day and <laughs> just labored breathing. It's like yeah, yeah. a hospital bed. Somebody <laughs> yeah, just great. like, hey, this happened. That's great. It's like <laughs> like all of my closest friends mostly are just listeners, and I just keep talking and talking. <laughs> Black Robudio said earlier that things were getting crazy on the realm of Earth, and then, and then Tompy came in and slapped her right in the face, and all the water flew off. It was incredible. And then he winked at her. I don't know why. Um, oh, <laughs> Chadwick, <crazy>. he seemed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chadwick, I tried. He tried to stab one of the people on the ground. I was like, Chad, what is wrong with you? Just because he has tentacles out of his face. But anyway, he's a great guy too. I think deep down, it's just a bit confused. Um, and I go for the full hour. Absolutely. <laughs> it fades yeah. away slowly, the breathing, and you're still talking the whole time. Okay, good night. At some point, as other people are falling asleep, you don't even notice the transition as the voice, the heavy breathing of Friedrich fades away. Suddenly, once again, you don't notice the transition, but you hear, Your friend, Glacropudio, reaches out to your mind. He is a creature from the plane of Earth, and you've been strangely able to talk to him while you're both sleeping for years now. Mostly, you've just talked about life, and as a result, he knows all about Carl. He says, Sigmund, are you asleep? I just, like, roll right into it. Glacropudio, you won't believe what happened today. And he slapped her right in the face. Absolutely. Whoa, that's... That's crazy. Well, um, <laughs> you, did, you didn't ask, but I'm working on uh, speaking up for myself. <laughs> and um, I did just want to tell you that, well, I've had a bit of a crazy day, too. I, I may have mentioned to you there are druids on the uh, plane of Earth. Uh, Oread druids, Oreads like me, uh, we're, the, we're the people of the, the plane of Earth. And uh, I heard rumors the druids here may be onto something. I know you, you can't visit the plane of Earth or anything, but, but if you could... Man, I'm, I'm sorry about your brother, but I, I know that you're worried about him, and if I can help, it's not really helpful, because you can't get here, but if you could get here, maybe maybe they might have something for you. Clark Roputio saying that's... I don't know how to get there, but of course I would love to visit. Yeah, me neither. I'm sorry. Um, it's a stupid suggestion. No, Glacro, Glacro Pudio, you've been a great listener, and today I almost lost two people very close to me. I realized that you... I don't always listen as great to you, but... That's okay. I haven't really had anything so, no, to listen, say. Listen, I'm trying to finish here, Glock. <laughs> what I meant to say uh-huh. is that you're very important to me, what? and I, of course, would love to visit someday, but I've got to save my brother first, and it's a family, and I'm with the greatest heroes as the world, my world has probably ever known, so I've got a lot of stuff to do, but then I would love to pop in... Say hello, visit these druids. Breaking up with an axe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Long yeah. ass pause. <laughs> and he goes, you... You really care about me, huh? I appreciate that. No one really cares about me, and I'm, I'm not even really popular here on the plane of Earth, uh, if I'm being honest. And I, it means a lot to me, Sigmund. Thank you. Of course, Black Rapudio, I've got to be honest, I'm getting even more popular here, and like, <laughs> if you know me, I don't think it'll be a problem. Maybe I maybe <laughs> you came and visited me, like I helped you and your brother, maybe, maybe someday I could come visit you. And That'd I think, be pretty cool. I think when you did, Black Rapudio, You'd be very popular. <gasps> He's getting choked out. You can tell. Thank, thanks, man. I, I think I'm going to wake up now. I, I Thank you. He's gone. Finally. Some rest. <laughs> Absolutely. And we wake up at the crack of dawn the next morning, ready to set out. I'll uh, first roll down my bed, roll up my ro- my pack, touch Sigmund. Ah, don't rest. 
get ready. Time to go. I move across the room, touch the paladin. Chadwick. <laughs> Chadwick, it's me. It's okay. It's me. Mother Grusha sent you to protect me. It sounds exactly like her. I'm setting out now. Will you join? It would be an honor, sir. Please put on pants. <laughs> <laughs> right away, sir. I'm going to move towards uh, Tumpy. Hugger. Friend. Friend. And we're winning so soon. <laughs> <laughs> we just keep winning and it's okay. <laughs> Friend is dog breath. Where's, where's dogs? And there's so many. What's that? Excuse me? Dog, Excuse me. It, it's me. It's me. I think I know how to help your sister, and I'm about to set out on a quest. Oh, that would be so tremendous. That'd be fantastic. Let's go. We'll get out of here. I, you know, I haven't done a sleepover in a long time, by the way. That was exciting. <laughs> it's really exciting, almost thrilling, some would say, probably, but it sounds good. Let's let's do it, some people say. Okay. Some people do say that. <laughs> Keep it. Our last thing I'll say is... I, he just I, I, from some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, some people totally say that. Don't let your guard Tumpster 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 It's okay Yeah I like that Tumpy No Tumpster was cool Tumpster Well whatever Be on your guard The paladin Can sense something in you And I'll be I'll just allude to the Fact that you're disgusting Yeah Sure Well it's okay I mean it's and you look over and Chatter's like hopping around trying to put his pants on. <laughs> <laughs> <You're> like, this guy? <laughs> okay, this is going to be interesting, I'd say, but let's do it. Let's do it. That okay, sounds I'll, good. I'll get ready and roll out. Yep. Mm -hmm. As you start to leave the community of Haven and the Temple of the Eye of the Gods in your Druid Circle behind you for the first time, we are traveling through the forest of Ever, a fey land with massive trees around us on a multi-day journey to head toward Threndar Manor. Mm. A familiar location at Dog Breath, certainly, and the place where Lunestor has set up his sort of headquarters in the catacombs beneath. And he knows these catacombs better than anyone else. And as you're getting closer to this entrance, you hear another sending spell in your mind. I only seek audience with you and Sigmund, alone if possible, but I trust you. You are the chosen one. Let your judgment decide. Mm -hmm. And you know that Lunestor, being an undead creature in nature, would not be terribly beloved by many people in the city of Riven. Apparently, the decision, as he has been wont to do in recent years, is in your hands. We'll bend down to one knee. Grab some grass. I understand, Maester. I'll feel the ground. We're close to the catacombs. I can feel that in my, my bones. Mm -hmm. We're very close. Folks, welcome to Dungeons & Randomness. Since 2012, myself and an amazing cast of 18 have been telling stories in our homebrew world of Theria. Four different groups explore lost ruins, run for political office, rage against a mad king, set sail to long-forgotten islands, and so much more. Every group has a different story and flavor, and every season, or arc, has a new set of groups and stories. 
all building the history of our world with every single session. Literally hundreds of hours of stories are waiting for you as part of the Pickaxe Network. Check out Dungeons and Randomness wherever you get your podcasts, and we'll see you around the table. We're close. <laughs> <laughs> There's an entrance up here by this tree. Sigmund. Yes, dog breath. Trumpster. Tumpster. Tumpy. Tump's good. Will you join me into this cave? Sure. You need someone to wait out front, though. I think Bud could do it. Not Chadrick, will you watch the entrance for us? You, wanna, you don't want me to come. I'm, I'm your bodyguard. You don't want me to come with you? This meeting was for me and Sigmund. And I'm so you want me and Tumpy to, well to, <laughs> to stay out here while you guys? Well, maybe, maybe I'll walk inside and just sort of scope the place out. You never know if there's going to be bad things in some places. Yeah, you're saying what I'm saying. You're saying exactly why I want to come. Yes, Chadrick, we need your sword and powers out here. It's, it's grand. Yeah. I can handle myself in the darkness. And I'll start walking to... Just, I'm just going to go. All right. Uh, sometimes you got to get left out of the group to be part of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go awkward. <laughs> Tough. You know that this entrance is, in fact, kind of a cave entrance right by Threndar Manor, but you'd be going into Looks the Looks like a giant entrance. castle to me. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and as you start to descend into these catacombs leading the way, Dog Breath, you know that they're a mix. Uh, it, it is, in fact, ancient fae catacombs where the dead, you believe, according to Lunestor, were buried thousands of years ago. And as you lead the way... I'd like to say something before breaking this. Tumpy. What the fuck is your name? I'm Sigmund. Sigmund. <laughs> Sigmund Tumpy. What's up? We all have our secrets. But it's important that you maintain the balance in those secrets. With the both the light and the dark. What I'm about to show you is not representative of the whole. It's simply one side of the coin. And I hope that you can trust. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's quite intense, the things you say, but that's okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Give me your word. You will not attack. Attack? Like slap? You mean slap it with my great battle? It's one of those demon things I'm going straight for the face. I'm telling you what, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I didn't like that I thing. It was red. I need your word. All right. You have my word. I cannot say understand, brought dog breath, but... Yes. You have my word. Dog breath, as you lead the team into the catacombs, they begin to hear you're not alone down here. There are things moving around. Please, the two of you make perception checks. 23. 23. 23. Tumpy, you didn't just hear the rattling of bones. You can get glimpses in the distance down paths that you are not taking in these catacombs. There are figures moving around, and these are skeletons scuttling to and fro. Sigmund, what did you get on your... 17. 17. You just hear... There's something around you. They sound like bones scuttling around. Not hurrying, but, but slowly scuttling around. Whoa. There's some, like, dead thing, dudes, walking oh, around. Uh, this is what you meant not to attack. Please. Okay. Priestess Frank, Michael, Jester. <laughs> just like the two who yep. paused immediately just one gives the little this, and the other one nods. Whoa. Sick. And I'll keep moving forward. While this is happening, I'll take 10 minutes to um, transform Bud from a horse into a dog. And then I'll just open the door up and let him follow through. We can communicate telepathically for a mile. 
And so I'll just say, hey, can you just like keep an eye on Dog Breath and the rest of the guys? And if anybody gets into trouble, like if anybody's in danger, let me know. And just let me know kind of like what you see. And then just a dog goes down the hallway 10 minutes later. The celestial spirit in dog form, Bud begins to descend down the stairs long after, you know, the others have gone ahead, and then he begins to transmit back to you. Not words, but emotions. There's something down here. It's undead. It is lifeless, and there are many of them. He wants to know, should he attack them? No, you have to find Dog Breath right away. You have to find Dog Breath and make sure that he and the rest of the guys are safe. Roll a stealth check for your dog. Okay, 14. Let me just check. Does anyone have higher than a passive perception of... 19. With a 19, you can tell there's one thing following behind you that's not a skeleton. <laughs> I knew he wouldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Please, we have to hurry. And then the dog continues to follow the trail. And dog okay. you're not necessarily hearing it at this point. It's further back now. And you continue on to where Lunestor set up his chapel of contemplation. He moved it from its original location. And now he has it here beneath Threndar Manor. And up ahead, you hear the voice as though he knows that you are 100 feet distant. Dog breath. Approach. Maester Lunestor. Dog breath my child. And a figure comes stepping out from the darkness with skeletal monks stepping out in a circle around him. I'll pace around the room, back and forth in like a ten-foot square. <laughs> the planes are crashing together. My time in Haven was not what it's supposed to be, Maester. These friends, Atun sent them. I can tell in their signs, but something's not right. Atun's gears spin in both worlds now. Please, I need some help. I take responsibility for this dog breath. And you are right. But for your companions, Hamel, Trudy, he gestures at two of the skeletons. Light, light some lights for those who do not it's see in the dark. so dark in here. <laughs> I don't know who's, where I should even be looking. As the lights come on, you see that you're in a room full of undead. This is crazy. For those who have living eyes, let there be light. And you see two skeletons running around with little candlesticks, lighting all these candelabras around the room. He loves doing this. He gets yeah. super spooky. It's only spookier in here now yeah, as the candles is, light up. This place is creepy, dude. Um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, food. You had been working on this. Yes, Jeffrey? I believe in you. Let's give it a try. Jeffrey has been working on food. This is something we don't really do here. And so Jeffrey has been very excited to see <laughs> um, how his little project is coming along. Jeffrey runs up to the two of you. Jeffrey, 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 back. Jeffrey, Jeffrey. And I was like, you're going to forget your hug? <laughs> uh, and he, he doesn't know where to put the tray. He starts just spazzing out. Put the tray down, <laughs> Jeffrey. It's okay. Down. Uh, 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 and he goes in for the hug. I give him a big hug back. It's been a while, bud. So... That food looks amazing. Can I have one? Oh, random question. Why don't you give him one of these? And I'll like reach out into my pa pack and take out two actual cupcakes. <laughs> and like, that are just like, you know, pieces of bread. And I'll take the, the two mushrooms. He's like, I think they'll like those better. And and I'll- And you're telling him to offer these? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take the fucking fungi mushrooms <laughs> from him. And going to replace them with pieces, loaves of bread. Cause I understand the living world. Absolutely. Yeah. He just stares, and, and then he gestures at the mushroom <laughs> case that you just took. 
still like those better. I prefer these. And I'll take a bite. And he kind of looks back at them with the bread. And he rushes over and offers you the little bread cupcakes. Yeah, I mean, Dog breath, you take 83 damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dog breath, do you, are you eating the mushroom? Yes. Please make a constitution save. <laughs> 17. 17, you're fine. Yeah. You're completely fine. You've seen fine. this before. Yeah. <laughs> I've eaten these before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have eaten these before, yeah. absolutely. But you mm. saved the team. Congratulations. Yes. Yeah. And you think that Jeffrey didn't get upset about that. He's actually handling pretty well right now. Yeah. Mm. And he runs over. Thank you. Jeffrey? Yeah, thanks. At this point, the abbot. Jeffrey, thank you very much. You have been very kind, and we appreciate everything, I'm sure. We, I will be speaking to Dog Breath privately now, and they begin to disperse to the various tunnels and into the shadows. Sigmund, I wanted to speak with you, but I wanted to see you with my own eyes. For I believe you, Sigmund, are instrumental to fixing the problems which Dog Breath has been so kind as to highlight that our world is undergoing right now. The planes are indeed colliding, links forming between individuals who are linked across the planes. Some of these people are falling through to other worlds, and by all accounts to our eyes, they are disappearing without a trace. He just glances. Tumpy, you're picking up on this to you at this point. You're saying Tumpy Edda's in another world? Is that what you're telling me? Tumpy Edda. Yeah, her name's Tumpy Edda. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't met her, yeah, she's... Uh, yeah. Um, what? Tumpy, I have had my eyes on you since you left the city. How do you see? I've always been confused about that. I see further than my eyes. Oh, interesting. Allow. That's weird. Yeah. I have scried. He gestures at this pool of water that you would have just thought was a well in the mm. corner of this chamber. And I have seen many things that have transpired within and without the walls of Riven. And I know that you seek your sister, and I know that she is not on this world. I'm sorry to tell you. She has fallen through, for the connection to another being on another plane was too powerful for her. And she was dragged through, just as some beings have been dragged through into our world. I believe you saw the water elemental creature that was dragged in by its connection with that poor tiefling woman. Oh, that was the lady I slapped, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was a great slap, though. You see that with your eyes? I mean, that was pretty sweet, right? I did. It was awesome. I understand why yeah. you needed to, but I'm a yeah. follower of the path of peace. And Put her in a coma. I hate to uh, <laughs> condone it, but I don't know if I had a better plan, so I won't judge. It was a good slap. Thank you. Thank you very much. How do I get my sister? And what world is she in? And I, what, do I, how do you, what do I do? Go ahead. <laughs> that I do not know what world she is in. Let's... But as to what you must do next, as far as I can tell, people are not just being dragged through. It's more complicated than that. Some people are achieving a kind of a balance. And rather than being dragged into another world, they are linked and then falling into comas where their consciousness is caught between worlds and then they while in those comas drag some of that energy through from another world sigmund i believe your brother is linked to the plane of fire and he re re represents a weak point in the planes now whereas your sister pumpy has uh, in effect by being dragged through sealed that particular rift um your brother is still even now an active rift 
between the planes. And as you saw, that represents a vulnerability in our world. There are still other people who achieve such a perfect balance that they do not lapse into comas, that they do not in any way become overwhelmed by the elemental energies. And Sigmund, he points at you. You are one such perfectly balanced individual. The person who you are linked to is so perfectly balanced with you that neither of you is overpowering the other. And I do not know why. Black Ropudio. Yes. He is a fantastic listener and I love to, to talk. <laughs> I cannot see him. Does that be why? But I do know you are connected to one from the plane of Earth, yes? Uh, Black Ropudio, yes. He's, he's, we speak when I sleep. You speak when you... And you can tell this is news to Lunestor. Do you know why you have not ended up like your brother? Glacropudio would never hurt anyone. He is so gentle. He's... It is not a matter of him being gentle or not. This is not under your control or Glacropudio's. And yet somehow, the two of you have achieved a perfect equilibrium. Can you imagine how this could be? A tune, I speak up, works in mysterious, balanced ways. Indeed he does. It's almost like a puzzle. Love puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> I want to sniff the air. Make what is it smell? You want to make a perception check? Sniffing the air. Absolutely. Mm. At this point, Smells I want weird. you to make a perception check for your dog to see how much of this conversation he is getting so far. I got a natural 20. Okay. So. It doesn't matter. Absolutely. Your dog hears all of this and is able to relay this conversation basically word for word back to you okay. right now, Chadra. You just see him where he is, just smile kind of smugly, <laughs> and he rests his head and perks up his ears so he can hear the conversation. Right? I've rest this, this, the question of Lunestor echoing in my mind. I start to hyperventilate. <laughs> I look at Tumpy. And so I rest and say, I, 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 I Be a peace, I cast guidance. <gasps> Ooh. And Darbus says, I, and I start to take off my gauntlet. I'm, and I show them a hand, this veins burning like magma inside of it. Lunestor seems surprised. He stands up from his throne. I'm, I'm he sorry. To I towards you. What? Give me this. Show him. I say this has only ever hurt people, and I and I hold out my hand to Lunestor. Takes your hand. Pulls Just it back. Severs the bucket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can do it. I'll slap it. I mean, I'll slap it. <laughs> it's warm to the touch. He takes your hand again. He's prepared this time. You think it might be painful to anybody else, but not to him. Now that he's prepared, and he holds your hand and says, Your brother is linked to the plane of fire. You are linked with an Oread from the plane of earth. Why would fire be coursing through the It was an accident. It wasn't my fault. I. I've. This does not make sense. I pull it back and I. Wrap it up. I, I don't know why, but you said balance, and it's because the is just so nice, and this fire hand is just so evil. I suppose it is not impossible that you're you are linked to more than one plane, but this complicates things. I was not expecting this dog breath. I apologize. Um, he goes and sits in his seat, very thoughtfully. If do you know what to do? Do you? How do I stop this? How do I bring Carl back? I am not the most knowledgeable on this particular subject, but I have been watching the people who are. You all know of the Knights of the Division. They are the 
the warrior mages who protect your city of Riven. They are tend to be puritanical in their interpretations of magic. I do not have dealings with them by any means, but I invite myself to watch upon their workings, and I am aware that they have been not only researching this issue for the past years, they know more about it than anyone else. They refer to these linked individuals as Geminod links. I advise you, Dog Breath, and your compatriots to seek out the knights. Dog Breath, you have contacts within the knights. They would welcome you, perhaps. Knight Commander Matthias is an old battle companion of yours, and he is working even now with an old traveling companion. The Voithoi with the soul of a man. Mac. They have already previously experimented with travel through the plains and with the connections that the Geminod links represent. They may have a way to travel the plains along the connective paths between these linked individuals. I have prayed to Atun, and he has revealed to me that the answer to this problem will not be found in our world. And so harnessing the Geminod links, ironically, may be the only way to stop this convergence for, from potentially creating even more destruction than it already has. You must return to the city once more. Clutch my, my staff of healing, looking deep into it, retrospectively remembering Knight Matthias who tried to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and Mac has a smile comes across my face and there's images of the portal. 30 years, Unester and nothing, and now this. If Atun has chosen his path once more, I will listen. So you've seen, and I look at the puppy and <laughs> you've seen my secret. And once we leave here, you'll understand I'm, I'm no hero. But will you join me? I look at Tumpster. No more dead things in the city. We just go to the city. It's a we're not gonna. No more dead things. All right, cool. I'll go with you. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. Maester Nestor, we leave in moments' notice. Please give me a weapon or some sort of item to accomplish this <laughs> task. <laughs> and I'll just smile. Make a persuasion wow. check with advantage on. <laughs> Fuck Luna's it in. Yeah, 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 it's like I don't really call myself a maester, but okay. okay. Uh, hmm. yeah, and I just. Turn around. <laughs> he says, uh, as you turn around. He's like, you've tried this every day for like 30 years. Dog breath. If I had potent magic items at my disposal, I would have told you by now. And as I recall, you have a companion who, even now, is following you. And suddenly from around one of the corners, the Holy Avenger pokes its head around nervously. Jadrick absolutely shit himself when he heard you say that even now a companion is spotted. <laughs> <laughs> the dog cowered down yeah, right, for just dog. a second. <laughs> and then the sword kind of flew past yeah, the dog Jadric's to get like, to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and the dog kind of transmits you like, we're all good, boss. <laughs> and the sword just kind of sidles up and, and is obviously very affectionate towards Lunestor. It was not so in the first even decade of your time out here, but after a while, it warmed up to Lunestor, and it hasn't really warmed up to you in the same way, Dog Breath. 
I'll clutch my necklace, which I've had since a young boy, with the sign of a tune. I will listen to the signs, Maester, and I'll turn to leave, and then my sword will follow as well. It does, re- like, follow a good 30 feet behind you, but it does. Yeah. And, and Lou Nestor is like, bye, like, and That's it's it. just like, oh, oh, oh thank, right. thank you for the bread, Jeffrey. Yep. Jeffrey pokes his head out. Let's get out of here. As they're getting ready to leave, just making sure, Chadrick, anything else you're doing here while you're keeping an eye on the group, your dog can easily retreat as they're coming out so they won't, like, necessarily notice it. Uh, but anything else you would be doing? I'll dismiss the dog, and then I'll resummon yes. my warhorse. Chadrick, you see them emerging from out of this cave. So how did it go? We've learned our next steps. We're going back to the city of Rim. <laughs> yeah. You spent a lot of time there. You could be helpful. Will you keep joining us? Yeah, I'm, I'm your bodyguard. I'm basically, <laughs> so I have to. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited to. I'm excited to. But yeah. Certainly, we can set out for the city of Riven now. It is another multi-day journey, a four-day journey in all, to get from Threndar Manor back you really to... really can talk. You know that you're a long talking. I just walk, and I look like, that is a daisy, that is a lily, right here. This is... Okay, these are flowers. These, the yeah, flowers, so... you don't... It's a little tip. I give tips, and I give great tips. Probably the greatest tips you've ever seen, and a tip for you. Just a quick one. Probably the quickest tip you've ever seen, <laughs> and it's a good one. You can just walk, right? <laughs> yes, we could just walk, and while we walk, and I could do some both at the same time. This is a Lily. This is it's Friedrich. Work. Friedrich has, he likes those. Those are pansies of his ass. Jared is just listening so intently. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, yeah. That's awesome. Pansies? They're beautiful. So I, yeah. I bond with Chadwick on this walk, yeah, and I just. That's great. I love it. Tell him all about it. Friedrich's, most of his friends are pansies. Great. <laughs> 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 well, they talk about flowers, dog breath, and Tumpy. The two of you know that when we get to the gates of Riven, and every group is typically scanned for possession of illicit magic. And dog breath, you've been to the city a couple of times in the past few years, and every time it's been kind of a crapshoot. Sometimes people are like, oh, dog breath, the hero who saved the city. No question, sir. Come on in. Other knights, especially the ones who are more sticklers for the rules, it seems like they were given orders to really kind of put you under their detect magic mage sight and wizard eyes. Um, so as the gates of the city get closer, you see a knight with many Tumpy. soldiers. I'll call position. Tumpy over and I'll say, I've been known as the hero of the city for 30 years. Right. That's true. And right. I've come across trouble Damn upon me. entering, which is why... I come so infrequently. <laughs> Don't know what you um, But your name also precedes you. When we reach the gates, I, know I would do. hope that you could use your charisma. Yeah, no, I know what to do. I've done this before. And it can be, some cases it can be awkward, but most cases it's okay. Don't, I don't, I know what to do. Just, um. I trust your lead. Is there a tree near me? There is a tree near cool. you. Absolutely. I'll be right back. Uh, I've had a lot of water today. Great hydration. You know, they, the trees like hydration. You know that strongly. Of course, yes, the, the pansies and the lilies. Mostly the lilacs like right. the water. You talk to them for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I detail like how much water the lilacs need for the Chadwick for his face. Yeah. They smell nice. Um, yeah. Not from behind the tree. You guys go without me. Go ahead. I just wait. I'm just waiting for him. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> I come out as a... Uh, as uh, I come behind the tree. Are you there, you three? Um, have you been scanned yet? I say, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> this is perfect. Um, yes, right this way. 
Every now and then, Knights of the Division come, sometimes come beyond the walls and like set up uh, checkpoints outside the gates. And it looks like to all of us, a Knight of the Division, and you know, comes marching out, and it seems like we are about to be scanned. Uh, Chadrick, you're a little bit surprised by this. You didn't see this person come out of anywhere, and you're you're a little surprised. But there's something familiar about this individual. You can't put your finger on it. Oh, nice. I just get a deception check real quick yeah, yeah, for yeah. you with advantage. Yeah, as soon as I feel um, familiarity, I walk over and say, "Hey, man, it's so good to see you." You know exactly what's going on yeah. again. <laughs> Dog breath. Well done. 23. 23. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. I just so with the. Oh, it's yeah, so yeah. good to see you again. Oh, my God. How are things in the city? Oh, the city's been great, brother. How oh, have you yeah. been? Oh, it's good. I, I mean, I'm here with dog. I've got, you know, the great You're dog. Friends. It's very exciting. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for helping us get through. You know, he's oh. a very busy man. Yes, it's no problem at all. Yes, let's make our way through quickly, though. It's a busy day. Yes. All the protesters, what is your friend's name? Chadwick? Oh, I wish you hadn't done that. I'm not good with names. Uh, <laughs> I know what you say, like, bud and buddy. I'll just whisper, just introduce me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, bud. Mm. This is this is my good friend, Sigmund. Oh, hi, I'm uh, Sigmund. Sigmund, ow. Fuck, <laughs> 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 I was feeling too that comfortable. That was crazy. <laughs> Um, okay, um, well, nice to meet you, Sigmund. What is your name? My name is Tulip. I just look at Chadwick. I'm like, I got nice, you. Yeah. <laughs> I could detect that there was a little bit of... <laughs> Tulip? Tulip. I love tulips. <laughs> I knew you would. Lilacs actually need more water. All right. Vanilla. Well, let's get in there. Yeah, let's. Uh, let's uh. He's already sick of it. Yeah. Um, but I said, Dogrust, we need to get Tumpy in as well. Um, I just spoke with Tumpy. He has his own ways into the city, and he said he would just go in the back door and we'll meet him in the town square. There's nothing to worry about. Right? Fine. All right, right this way. Sir Tulip, as you start to approach the Sir gate, Tulip. traveling with these people, please just roll a history check real quick Whoa. to see there is a female knight at the gate. Who's like, oh, look, uh, when she sees a knight of the division traveling with this group. Um, how'd you do on the history? I got a 10. A 10. You do not know the name of this particular knight. And obviously, she does not recognize you mm -hmm. right now. And so she's kind of like going for a sword. And then she's like, oh, uh, uh, hmm, hmm. hello. Uh, hi, good to see you. It's been a long time, I tell you what. Uh, uh, I didn't know we were sending a forward party beyond the gates today. I'm sorry, I wasn't informed of this by yeah. the Knight Commander Matthias. Yeah, um, well, no, Matthias and I talked about it for a good while, but I'll tell you what. I was talking with your brother. Oh, oh uh, hmm. <laughs> my, my brother? Is, your is he all right? Brother, yes, bro. Your brother is doing fantastic. We actually played pickleball this week. <laughs> Make a deception check with advantage real quick. 22. All right. 22. I don't have a brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it. Yeah. She starts to go, my brother doesn't really play sports. Ever since he opened up the inn, he's been really busy you you saw him recently well i thought i saw him playing pickleball but you know what it might have been somebody else but you know let me tell you something else <laughs> last time that i was walking through these parts i saw your sister oh my gosh <laughs> it's the boldest game wait ever. a minute <laughs> you're just trying to die with her insight check she narrows her eyes at you but she disappeared three years ago you <laughs> you saw her i've been hearing the rumors that maybe the people who disappeared they're they're coming back is it true? Are, are they returning? Well, my eyesight may not be so good, but I'll tell you. <laughs> Where'd you see her? Well, I saw her inside. I can actually show you later, but I, I got to get in there. These guys are, they're going to help me out with a, a project. Oh. It's, yeah. <laughs> you, you saw her there? Yeah. Out in the woods? I did. I need to 
I need to go check. She disappeared in the woods. That's, maybe that's... she, maybe she's back, or maybe she never. Oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! And she she starts to look around. There's two other guards here who are not knights, and they're just like, oh, and she's like, I need you to watch this post. Oh my goodness! It's dog breath. You you found him. He's. He's no, he was, he was integral in finding the, the sister thing that, you know. She suddenly, I need to, I just need to talk to you just, just a moment, separate from, and she takes you aside, yeah. um, if, she, if you allow. Yeah. She walks up, um, listen, uh, and she keeps looking in the woods. We're, we're under pretty strict orders. Um, the, the Knight Commander Matthias said, uh, he's a hero, yes, but we need to take extra care with dog breath. Did right. you scan him? We did scanned you, him. Yeah. You scanned him? He no, need... first thing I did. No, I remember when Matthias said that, yeah. Okay, did he? Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. <laughs> of course. Did, I was did, listening. Um, any signs of any winter fey Nothing. magic? No, he's clean as a whistle. <laughs> That's so surprising. He... I know, right? Because it's dog breath. It's dog breath. We think he's like been, he's, like, maybe practicing. Been... I, I don't want to say I, it. I know, um, all the magic thing, right? I, I hate to even bring it up, but mm. any... Any aberrant magic? No, no aberrant. No, I mean, <laughs> that, that, that's crazy. I just—that's crazy. I didn't that's believe crazy. the rumors about what happened at the final battle. Yeah, no way. But we just got to be extra careful. That's right. But um, she's she's here. Thank you so. You're much. so welcome. Thank you. What? I'm so sorry. You're forgetting my I name. I forgot I my like, name. I yeah, like, yeah. Uh, it's Tulip, Sir Tulip. Sir Tulip. Yeah, you still don't remember me. That's okay. That's okay. I'm it's not embarrassing. Mad. I'm so sorry. No, Obviously, I'm glad you I could see me. your sister. Um, yeah, uh, Sir Sir Rachel. Uh, no, I know. Actually, yeah, yeah. I, know. Uh, I yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Sure. If you can just watch the the checkpoint yeah, for yeah. me while and and they can go through. Then uh, if you if you scan them, yeah. <gasps> I'm coming, All Sylvia. Right. I'm coming, and she right. runs out into the woods. <laughs> Well done. She abandons your post. These guards are just like, okay. And they are allowing you to walk through. Go ahead. Walking through. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you for the scans, Tula. Yes, of course. And I'll move on through. You got really good at that. I didn't even notice we got scanned. And I walked through. Absolutely. <laughs> I like <the> sweat. <laughs> I'm uh, noticing that he made a comment about the person through the portal coming back. I'm suspicious, so I just walked through. I say, thank you, Tulip. You are able to escort the rest of them further into the city, and you know full well the Bastion of the Edge, the fortress where the Knights of the Division make their headquarters, a place that took a beating 30 years ago, but it's been rebuilt and redecorated in the meanwhile, is indeed where you, Sir Tulip, are escorting all of them right now. You're traveling through the populated area where people make their homes kind of closer to the city edge, and then you reach the river that runs in a circle around the city, and the bridge that leads to the nicer portions, the heart of the city. And the first building on the other side of the bridge is a tower that rises up like a skyscraper to a blade point, the bastion of the edge, the headquarters of the Knights of the Division. And you, Sir Tulip, are leading them there right now. You see, there is a guard at the gates who doesn't ask any questions. He would just nod as you are able to enter. I'm like, good to see you. Absolutely. <laughs> they, he says, good, sir. And he's not asking you any questions, mainly because immediately his eyes go to, and he doesn't say anything to Dog Breath. He just, <laughs> uh, sir, sir, Dog Breath. Peace, going to be with you. He nervously makes eye contact with you, Dog Breath, and then his eyes go straight forward again. Kind of looks at Sigmund sort of quizzically, and then at Chadwick, also in armor. How's it going? Kind of brother to brother in armor. This is one of the knights who are like described as heavies, who wear full plate mail, less spell focused. He goes, mm -hmm. 
and he tries to see if Dog Breath is walking ahead so he can have a private conversation with you, Chadrick. I walk ahead. Absolutely. He says, Bogbon must move, move forward. <laughs> Are you traveling with Dog Breath? Yeah, I'm his bodyguard. Christopher Dog Breath <laughs> Yeah. You're his bodyguard. Yes, yeah, sir, Mr. Dog Breath. Be careful. Just like stares straight like he's not looking at you. What? <laughs> <laughs> I heard um, he's not totally a lot. Like he's, it's just a rumor, but I heard he got like turned into an undead at one point. Uh, he's blanking on his, he loves adages, but he's totally blanking on what to finish when they say about rumors. So he just goes, oh, oh yeah. And then I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. It's always darkest before the light. Yeah. It's always darkest before the light. Inside the bastion of the edge and up on the balcony are two individuals you recognize quite well, Dog Breath. It's Knight Commander Matthias with a Voithoi, a machine man who stands tall, but is acting in a very human way. And speaking with an accent, possibly. Yes, it's a whisper, but you can just barely pick up the accent. <laughs> I've been throwing bogvons that way. Dog breath. Man! Dog breath. I can't believe it. Matthias, look! And Matthias, hey! Whoa, dog breath. Oh my gosh, I didn't know you were back in the I city. I scuttle up the steps. Many of the nights kind of go quiet, and there's some uncomfortable looks around this lobby foyer area as the two of them come rushing in for, give your old machine friend a hug. You're not uh, too uh, nervous <laughs> to hug me just because I look so young and you've gotten so old. <laughs> I'm losing some weight now, can you I've been walking a lot. You know what? I saw you and I thought, you're looking great right now. You're looking fantastic. Oh, peace be a tune and I give him a big hug. Peace be a tune. I'm sorry. I didn't expect you to be here. I uh, I would have prepared something. I would have prepared a, a, some some food or something for you, Matthias. Can we get something together? You've caught us in the middle of working our, uh, hours right now. I mean, eh. Not the problem for me, Matthias, you're on the job. I am a more of a liaison. I uh, work with the knights. Trey is uh, working with us as well, but uh, obviously the knights, after what happened, um, their reputation was a bit tarnished, and I've been trying to help them polish that up. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, retired life sounds great. Um, it is. I, I am God retired age, though do. I don't look it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and have an age today. Mm -hmm. Hey, so, weird. I'm getting the huggers back together, but... Don't worry, don't worry. I wouldn't ask that of you. I, I, I am retired. You're a family man now, and I respect that. But the work must continue. The balance must be kept. We bring news. May, may I speak somewhere safely? Yes. Um, if it's important, uh, I can ask Matthias to uh, join us. I don't know. <laughs> you were told the knights had some information, and Mac oh, may yes, not have right. all the information that the knights have access Please, to. Please, Mac, can we get somewhere in the conference room? You're here to talk to the knights. Matthias is the one who'd be willing to talk. We can... I'll have him get us a conference room, absolutely, Matthias, and uh, a conference room, <laughs> that's and, great. Uh, and uh, we kind of get a meeting a room upstairs. You're on speaker, yeah. on <laughs> absolutely. So Please people put zoom your in. goggles on, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I've actually taken over um, Rembolt's offices. He starts to bring you all, uh, bring you into the office. Will these compatriots of yours be joining us? Of course, uh, they're, they're my my team. My friends and I uh, gesture if they would to the conference room. 
Absolutely. <laughs> uh, he Mac takes and Knight Commander Matthias take a moment to. Who is this fine warrior here? Um, go ahead. Oh, he seems to be guarding you. Uh, my name is Chadrick, sirs, and I'm uh, not one of ours, though. No, I work with Mother Augusta. Ah, Mother Augusta. Excellent. Yeah, she sent me to protect uh, Dog Breath, and uh, we've been traveling together since. He's doing an incredible job. I can see that. Excellent work. Uh, it's, and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, especially, no offense, especially you, Mac. You, you, uh, you mean a lot to my family, and I thank you for what you did on the day of the attack. Well, you're a real hero. Mm-hmm. Certainly. Thank you. And you can see a faraway look kind of in his machine eyes as, like, the eyes focus a little bit. And, uh, and this individual, a druid, unless I miss my mark. And Knight Commander Matthias, yes, they've been traveling to Haven and congregating outside the city. You can tell that makes him a little nervous, Knight Commander Matthias. Uh, I don't know what to say. I've, I've never seen uh, a voiceoy before. Uh, I've heard stories, but... Um, well, this is no normal voiceoy friend. Not, this is the great Not Mac. all of them are like me, to say the least. I have no idea what he's talking about. But, but it's, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you, and I'm just fucking confused. I've never seen a building this tall. I've never seen anything like Absolutely. Oh. He kind of lets the mystery <laughs> hang in the air. You see a smile on Mac's face. like He's like, they'll figure it out. And uh, you, officer, were uh, escorting them. Is that right? That's right. All right. Um, just make a persuasion check to represent how much of an impression. You're trying to, like, lay low right now, hopefully get no questions, or... 16. 16? Plenty. Mac just seems to... As you were, officer. And he, as he's letting them into the conference room, um, he's not sure if you're going to be entering or not. Do you? Do uh, no, I, I stay out front. Stay out front, outside mm. the open. No, they think nothing of it then, mm. absolutely. And so, as they kind of close the door of this room, they are discussing with you now, Dog Breath. You didn't come to the Bastion of the Edge to uh, catch up. No, I did not. And what I is think- it? Danger to the city again? Aberrants? You might want to take a seat. And the Mac and Matthias look at each other. They take seats at the head I, of the table. I sit cross-legged on the ground. Absolutely. They and then, when, look I, at and then and when I see them sit in a chair, I stand up and I get in the chair. They just look at each other and then back <laughs> at you and then just... I, uh, I think back to what I had the conversation with Master Nestor and I say, I've received another message. We're in danger once again. We need your help and your knowledge. I know about the colliding world. They look at each other. As you say that, wind begins to pick up outside. You're the first to notice with a passive perception of 19. How scared am I from that? Uh, make a nature check. <laughs> you're look. the initial one noticing this. A nine. Just, a nine? You wind don't know passes. I like that attune made it yeah. like kind of ominous. Yeah, yeah. It's ominous. ominous. It's a sign from a tune, perhaps. Nothing more. They looked at each other. You heard the wind pick up. It seems like nobody else did. And then they say, so you, you know about the dangers. The disappearing people, the people going into comas. The elements, have they been growing? And I mean exactly on these people. He knows. Matthias, he knows everything. Um, yes. We've been seeing people. Someone was growing, um, uh, seemed like spilling pebbles. Out what? Of their how chest. much time? How fast have they been growing? It's depends on the individuals. Um, some of them have been growing faster than others. It seems like there is some sort of pattern to, uh, their. Why? What do you know? What of the druids? I wish I had a better perception for that one. I'll stand for when I say the druids have determined that there's a link between different planes of existence, and people are being pulled through these planes because they lack balance. This the planes. We've discovered that 
This hasn't happened before, but it has happened to, not on this scale, but it's happened to individuals, people who, often who travel the planes, people who have uh, practiced elemental magic, sometimes become entwined with other individuals and make a persuasion check real quick. 16. 16. He says, we, we've, been, we've been studying this, trying to figure out how to stop it, maybe make use of it. Mac then jumps in and says, Hello, Mep. You get advantage on this. Roll one more time. 25 with a natural 20. With a 25 and a natural 20. Pretty much all due to Max help. Knight Matthias says, Many records of illegal and ill-advised elemental magic. Elemental magic is probably the number one problem the knights are often cleaning up. But we do think the Geminod links can be exploited, potentially, as a means to traveling the planes. First thing, once we discovered there was a pattern was trying to send knights of the division through portals, through plane shift scrolls to other worlds. And we discovered that that is not as easy as it was 20 years ago. Something about this convergence is causing interference, static that is um, making ordinary plane shifting. The plane shifting that worked so well years ago that really we had access to and no one else. Now it doesn't work anymore but we think maybe using the Geminod links, the people we have in comas in the basement, potentially might offer an opening. We have been reluctant to try this. If you suggest, I'm sorry, is there something happening? And at this point, Mac, Matthias, and the two of you are beginning to notice the wind outside is picking up. And you, Dog Breath, are hearing not just the wind increasing, like a minor hurricane starting somewhere outside, you are hearing these sonic booms happen. Matthias is trying to continue, thinking that this is something we can deal with later. Uh, I would walk to the window and, perhaps, and take, a, take a look outside. He gets up and he <laughs> follows you, and Mac just I kind wish, of I does as well. The convergence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> as you get to the window, and Chadrick, you're in the room with them, right? Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're just kind of sitting in your chair still. You get up and you walk to the window, and those of us looking out the window see that a cyclone has begun out over the river. You can tell that this is no ordinary hurricane. Not only is it coming out of nowhere, there's a face forming in the center of this hurricane tornado. Night Matthias goes, what the... It's happening again, and Mac goes, do we see a focal point? It's it's happening too quickly. And the elemental that we are seeing, an air elemental of monstrous size out on the river, begins to manifest fully. And as it does, from behind some of the buildings, we see a figure soaring through the air as though they are rushing in to help. Can't see much about the individual, but anyone who wants to can make a perception check. Fuck yeah. Fuck no. <laughs> Just a figure. Maybe a I got a natural 20. Chadrick, with your natural 20, it is you and only you who notice two other individuals besides the massive air titan bearing down upon the bridge. First of all, you notice that a small human figure in robes is floating somewhere above the air elemental, apparently pointing a staff at the creature as though controlling it. 
And as civilians are fleeing in terror from the air, the massive elemental air creature, you are seeing that one figure is not running at all. There is an armored warrior who raises his visor even as he draws his great sword from his back. It is General Eamond Ventheris, the man who taught you how to use your weapons. And he is guarding the bridge against this massive creature bearing down upon him alone right now. Okay, so I look out the window. I see all these people running. I turn to the team. I go, we have to protect these people. I pick up my shield and I jump out the window. You jump out the window. I jump out the window. <laughs> the window shatters as you begin to fall the 20 feet the down the street <laughs> level. And that is where we are going to end today. Well done there, Chad. All right. Excellent. Did you say 20 feet? 20 feet, yes. I that thought is it was correct. way higher than that. Okay, 20 cool. feet down towards street level. That's not so From the floor we are on. Very good. Well done. No, it's a hero landing right there. <laughs> 100%. Dog breath. I would like you to make a religion check with advantage. So I have a 14. It's a 14 total. Can I take a, a tune's blessing and a guidance? Absolutely. You know what? Take some guidance on that. Absolutely. All right, thank you. Let's get a big guidance yes. roll here. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. 16, 16 total. 16 total. 16 is enough that you know you've been trying to use dispel magic for quite some time as a way to seal these planar rifts. And in fact, Lunestor had been teaching you a modified version of Dispel Magic. There are ways to create silence and stillness that even the faith within the city does not fully understand. You realize that when you try to use Dispel Magic to stop the tiefling woman who became immersed in a water elemental, and you rolled your natural one, you had been trying to use Lunestor's new method, and it had failed. And when you successfully saved Carl and shut down his magic portal of fire, you suddenly realize you didn't use Lunestor's new method on Carl. When you successfully shut that portal down, very successfully, you had used your old magic, the very old methods mm. that you had first learned in the Faith of a Tune, and that you had used so effectively against the Star Spawn in your final battle 30 years ago. And you are realizing as you make this connection, you lapsed into your older method of magic, that what had been giving you disadvantage on that role was your instinct to use Lunestor's version of the spell. Uh -oh. And somehow that version of the spell was ineffective. I lapsed. Think back to the 30 years before when we saved the city, the horrifying screams touched my belly, and I look out at this uh, tornado of death ripping apart my city again, resolved to save the city once more. As you make that resolution, you have your hand on your stomach, and you feel nervous, like there's butterflies in your stomach. It's almost like your guts are roiling around. And then to your surprise, with your passive perception, no one else, another person wouldn't have noticed this. You feel under your hand, your abdomen, 
is moving around like it is filled with worms. <clears throat> Fuck. Um, is it a feeling of trust building like it's I normally... not. It is a physical sensation of movement, like something kicking inside. It can't be. There's no time. And then I'll move towards the window. Thank you, Doc Breath. Tumpy, as you are looking in horror out at this manifesting titan of wind out over the river, suddenly in your mind, out of nowhere, you hear a familiar voice. For a moment, you look behind you thinking, she's there. But no, it's in your head. Tumpy, can you hear me? Hello? I hear you. Hello? You can't, you can hear me. Oh my God, uh, um, uh, okay. I, um, I found a crystal ball here. I can see you. I don't think you can see me, okay. right? No, can't see you. But you can hear me. I hear you. I, I thought this would work, okay. I borrowed somebody's crystal ball here and I'm using it to talk to you. Um, it, it took me a long time to find you actually. How me, are you doing? Okay, hold on. Let me get this straight. Mary Lou Tump. It is Tumpietta, your missing sister, who you are hearing right now. Tumpietta? Yeah, yeah. I'm here. Tumpietta. I'm here. I, I borrowed a crystal ball. Sorry, I, I couldn't get in touch with you before, but but now that I got this crystal ball, I think it's letting me talk to anybody. Where else. are you? You know, I'm not really 100% sure. Uh, there's a lot of clouds around. Okay, here. that's there's you know that's not gonna be helpful for me. What do you, what what what, uh, what does it look like around you on the floor? Okay, you... I'm I'm kind of in a, a sort of palace, like I don't know, like a cloud palace. Oh shit, someone's coming, someone's coming. I, 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 okay. Give me something else, anything. I, I um sorry, there. Uh, I'm not supposed to be on this crystal ball. They're gonna notice. Um, I'm gonna turn into somebody else right now. Uh, I'm it's clouds, lots of clouds. Uh, um, sort Damn. of like uh. Um, lot of empty space. I, I kind of got led from cloud to cl fuck. They're here. They're here. Okay. Sorry, I, I'm gonna Get have to going. go. Uh, uh, you hear like static, sort of breaking it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, just, just go, go to the, the palace in the air. The, the palace in the air. Um, pa it, it looks like there's something below us. It looks like an ocean, kind of. Uh, I'm sorry. I gotta go. Fuck. Tambiera. Tambiera. Dead. Tambiera. Please make an arcana check to see what you know of what she just said. So this is literally uh, This is the first you've heard of her in is, years. She acted very blasé, like she's not even missing. This is just a story of Shrek now. <laughs> I got a nat 20, 29. <gasps> a nat 20. It seems remarkable that she has not figured out clearly where she is by now. Mm. She is unmistakably in the elemental plane of air where this air titan mm. just came from Ooh, got it that is where we will pause Go. right now all right you. sweet absolutely that was awesome so that you got a little <laughs> bit from your sister what you tell the others is entirely up to you cool this is not so much a secret but it is a private thing that only you got cool. so what you share with them in the next session will be up to you all right dude excellent that was awesome. cool, cool absolutely uh wow